my guilty pleasure, Alien versus Predator. I'm I, recording, by the I way. I like the Predator. Oh, okay. BT dubs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid with Jose. I'm Rick. Coming at you today, a spooky Halloween show. Coming at you two days after Halloween. Yeah, because that's how we roll. That's how we whatever. Dates are just something that we came up with Does time as a society. Who knows? We're moving forward and backward at the same time. I don't know anything about science. Woo! Public education. Can you actually exist in the present? You can't. Maybe. Exactly. I don't know. I don't even understand you, that question. Well, by the time you realize it, like the presence are... Exactly. So you can't even keep track of who, what you're doing or who you are. Exactly. This is no longer a pop culture show. Oh. It is a science show all about time. Yeah, this would be terrible. Don't, don't be. quote us <laughs> on the unquotes. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up about Halloween, spooky things, because it's almost Halloween. And uh, it'll be after Halloween when you get this. But Halloween could be every day. Kind of like Christmas. People like to celebrate Christmas every day. Yeah. You could celebrate Halloween every day if you really want to. You really could. Of course. You could celebrate anything. In you could celebrate s- anything. You know what? Today I'm celebrating Kwanzaa. Forget that. Whatever, Kwanzaa. Some people said that I celebrated Halloween every day in high school. You did celebrate <laughs> Halloween every day in high school with your fishnet stockings. But that's for another podcast. Um, so let's get it started. We're going to talk about something... That is near and dear to our hearts, and that is Stranger Things. Okay, and we're going to attempt to talk about this without any spoilers. We're only going to talk about reaction to the episodes that we've seen so far, which I am I just finished episode five last night. So I think we need to start with the first season. And not, yes. not spoil it, because people haven't watched it, right? But right. I mean, I know. It, I still, it's, it's right there. I can't help it. Um, Jose likes to hit his mic. I do. I use way. my hands a lot. I'm a hand talker. You know, people are hand talkers, and some people just like are non-hand talkers i am a hand talker i hit people when i talk sometimes so the first season it was great for a lot of reasons yes a lot of reasons why it was great is it the movie the movie yeah Yeah. it was why stranger things was great yes 100 agree with that was just fleshed out characterized and 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 it was again it was scary ish you know sci-fi scary ish kind of spooky stuff but it didn't go overboard didn't go over the top it didn't fall into those same tropes and it was very smart and everyone played the role Yes. Like every character had a specific lane that they were going to be in and they didn't really overlap each other. And I didn't feel like, like sometimes with, with shows, especially, there's always one character I just don't like. Like yeah. I don't like that person. I don't think they're, they, they seem out of place. Yeah. But in Stranger Things, every character had to play, stayed in their lane and I, and I enjoyed their portrayal of that character. 100%. Yeah. I mean, you had, so if you've never watched Stranger Things, let me just preface it. By, without trying to spoil maybe you should you know what i'm a spoiler so i'm gonna let rick talk about what stranger things is like okay so the premise is there's four kids that are kind of you know they're real tight they're in the 80s so there's a lot of like uh different late 80s ref- or i guess early 80s references because it's 83 no the new one's 83 so it's 82 okay so it's at, it's it's around that era so there's, there's a lot you know you see like uh Bush Reagan uh, signs, different things like that. There's a lot of talk about the Soviets. It, that's kind of the era that they're living in. And they live in like a very um, small suburban northeastern Indiana. town. Hawkins, is it Indiana? Hawkins, Indiana. You're right. It is Indiana. It's, I've seen the show before. I know. You just yeah. you just watched it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was half awake. Um, anyways, uh, these four kids kind of stumble onto this weird phenomenon. They run in. 
Uh, one of them gets lost. Um, I won't go into why, like where he goes, because again, if you haven't seen the first season, you really should watch it. One of them gets lost, and they run into another character who is a girl who has um, a mysterious past. Who has a mysterious past, and she has special abilities. Leave it at that. Um, in in the course of the first season, they uh, they there's a villain. Uh, there's kind of multiple villains. There's there's like a human villain and then there's like a, a big like scary villain, right? And I feel like the way they positioned it, much how Stephen King always positions his villains, there's always the big supernatural villain like in it, Pennywise is the villain, right? But at the end of the day, us as human beings are the biggest villain mm-hmm. in the movie. And that's kind of the same scenario that you find these kids in um whereas they have a big bad that they're trying to run away from or figure out how to defeat but the big bad is the one that you don't necessarily suspect to be the big bad it's it's other people yeah right? and I, so i would characterize it as it's like the goonies and, and the meets X-Files. the ghostbusters or the x-files yeah. yeah like it's all that mixed into one and it's it's really smart writing great yeah. directing the acting from the kids is amazingly good like really good and um, the the adults, I mean, Winona Ryder's in it. She does a great job. Yeah. Um, let me think who else is in it. Who's a uh, who's a guy? The hop plays the cop. I can't remember his name, but yeah. he's, he's going to be the new Hellboy. He's going to be new Hellboy. He's yeah. he's really good too. I mean, and they just have they're just human people. Like they're yeah. not special, you know, hero superheroes or anything. They're just human people, and the kids are human. Yeah. And it was great. And so I was geared up for this second season. Like yeah. so, I was like, can't wait. We had to wait like a year, and so it just came out on Friday. And like Rick said, we we both watched episode five. So, Rick, what are your first impressions? Um, at first, when uh, when I started watching the second season, I felt like there was a lot going on, and there was, uh, I, I think, it's almost as if they're re- trying to rebuild the universe again. Like they added more characters, they added some different dynamics to it. We got to meet people who, like you know we never saw. Um, uh, the one kid's parents ever. Neither one of the, neither one of Lucas or Dustin's parents. Yeah. We ever saw them. We never we saw them. their parents, and so we finally get to get to meet them. I think that was because Saturday Night Live made fun of it yeah, so that was much. Hilarious. Um, but I felt like they were doing a lot of like kind of universe rebuilding that first episode of the season, and then I was I'm not gonna say I was disappointed in that, but it felt different. Like I guess I didn't get the same like. Um, immediate response from it that I got from the first season but then slowly like I wouldn't even say slowly but um I felt like at this point it's really picked up to where it's just as good as the first season for completely different reasons and and I you know so what you're talking about that world being that was like the first episode yeah and then after that it kind of just ramped up from there with every reveal being smart and interesting and something I wanted to like I really, it was really hard for me not to hit next every single time because yeah. I really wanted to know what's going to happen. Because yeah. and, it, and it made sense. It wasn't just like for shock and shock value. It just made sense of what was going right. on, and you can kind of see the narrative that's that's going on through the story. And you're like, I want to know more about this narrative that they're telling, as yeah. opposed to like sometimes when you watch things, there's just there's stuff going on. You're like, okay, I'm going to watch it because I want to see what's going to happen. But I'm really intrigued in what they're doing with this story, and I. And I have my own theories, and I have my own things that, that yeah. I think is going to happen. I want to see how they play it out too. So very, very great stuff. The second season usually you get a second season or something, and it kind of goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I, f- I feel like with the added characters they have, yeah, they're they kind of throw a good mix into the plot, 
And I mean, other than the parents, I mean, it's cool to see their parents, honestly, because they, yeah. they, they make them a little more like their kids, not just that they're random kids that are, don't have parents. Cause I've really, Lucas, Lucas and Dustin never had parents. I'm like, where are their parents at? You know, this whole time. <laughs> um, but the kids, you know, they've grown up a year. I like what they're doing with the Will's character. Yeah. Um, just, well, and and that's the thing. I mean, he was, he was definitely, his character was the main focus of the first season and, but he didn't really have a lot of lines mm. through it. And now I feel like they've really had the ability to like build upon his character and really flesh that out. And you almost see, um, Mike, kind of take a little bit of a backseat yeah so because far. mike was the driving force behind yeah. the first one right i yeah. mean will's the the main one of the main characters but mike is definitely the driving force and i yeah. I, feel, I feel like they're doing a better job of not having one character be the driving force they're Absolutely. actually you know giving every kid a shot and every person has their own story lucas you know even lucas has more of a, a storyline in certain things and so you know kind of like I mean, you've never seen Game of Thrones, but they do they do a good job of giving everybody their time mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones for the most part. I really feel so, like they're doing that in this season. Doing the same thing. So yeah. if you have not watched Stranger Things, go watch the first season. Yeah. Start from the beginning. They're they're like 40 to 50 minutes long. Yeah. There's only eight episodes in the first season, and then there's nine episodes in the yeah. second season. And it's not something you can pick up season two no. you and just watch know what's beginning. going on. you got to start from the beginning. You won't regret it. The nostalgia factor alone is really cool, but that's yeah. not the only thing that carries this show. It is the acting and the writing and the directing. It's yeah. just a great show. So um, moving right along with the Halloween boo spooky theme. Um Rick, what was the first scary movie that you remember watching? The very first scary movie that I ever have a vivid memory of is we went to is elementary school. And they, I want to say it was first grade. We went to a friend's house for a Halloween party. And her parents decided to let all of the first graders watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. First grade? First grade. What is whose parents are these? <laughs> I'm not going to re- reveal names. <laughs> we want names. <laughs> But that's the very first scary movie. How, how I many ever kids were at this party? Seeing. There was like twenty. Twenty kids watching yes. Texas and we Chainsaw all in the first Texas, grade. Yes, in the original seventies Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I swear, it gave me so many nightmares. Were there kids that were pretty scared about? Yeah. It? I mean, oh yeah, they, we were all terrified of it. <laughs> all terrified. Like there's uh, uh, okay. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen the nineteen seventies, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, sorry, we're just gonna spoil the movie, guys. <laughs> there's the scene where you know uh, Leatherface has them in the in the meat locker room, mm-hmm. and he's placing them on the hooks. Like I still vividly remember that scene, <laughs> like to this day. Like I can think about it and remember like the coloring, the 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 scenery that was in, and then there is one other scene where. Um, I think it's close to the very beginning where like one of the guys is running through the house and he just hits him in the back of the head like as he's running down the hall. I I can still he just, like he just goes bam right yeah he's doomed down yeah. yeah and I can still like just picture it and yeah that <laughs> Night, uh, stuff of nightmares that movie is burned into my brain. So when you were a kid after you've seen the movie yeah. right did your like uh, uncles or anybody ever like drive by a pa- a field and be like that's where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened. I'm sure they did because <laughs> all the time, dude. I just remember growing up and every because we live in Texas, and so every time oh, yeah. we drive by, they'd be like, yeah. be like, oh, that's, that's, where, it that's where it happened, right yeah. there. You better be careful. Leatherface is gonna get you. I'm like, oh, did it really? And it's ba- it says it's based on a true story, yeah. so I'm like, oh no, it really did happen. And so yeah. you come up believing that this thing did happen and when you're a kid you don't know any better man and then your uncles are messing with you telling you that this stretch of highway and so every time we drive by the stretch of highway be like oh no we're gonna we're gonna die we're gonna get stopped and die um so the first scary movie i remember watching and it's not even a scary movie i remember watching honestly the the most vivid memory of my youth with scary movies 
is the trailer that used to come on TV for Child's Play 2. Oh, and yeah. I would, it would come up like, because I used to stay up late at night and watch TV. And so they would play that trailer late at night. And as soon as I heard the music, I would close my eyes. But you can hear everything. And I'd seen the commercial so many times that I could see Chucky just stabbing at, at everything. And it <laughs> terrified the heck out of me. Yeah, I bet. It terrified me so much. And now looking back, that wasn't a scary movie. No. It's not scary at all. But as a, I was probably like eight years old. Yeah. And I was just freaked out by it. And I had to cover my... I remember just covering my ears and closing my eyes and trying not to hear it. But of course... I heard yeah. it and I knew that he was on the screen and he was going to come kill me. <laughs> I never, you know, I never watched those movies, but you never watched uh, child play. No, I never watched child's play. It just, it didn't really intrigue me. Like, I don't know. It was like a weird, like slasher film that I just never really got into. It was great. Man. The, the other movie that really stuck with me as a kid and I still think about it and kind of tying it with stranger things is, um, uh, the very first nightmare on Elm street where mm-hmm. they're in the hospital. Johnny Depp. I think they're in the hospital in that one. No, that was no. the second one. That was the second yeah. one. So they're that like one. a psychiatric hospital? Yeah. That yeah. One? yeah. Yeah. I vividly remember that. And then there's the one scene where, uh, and I might be getting them mixed up, but basically Freddy Krueger is like poking through the, the wall, like through the wallpaper and like his, his face mm-hmm. is like coming through it. That's what they do in Stranger Things, right? Yeah. They, they do the Stranger kind of Things with the Demogorgon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that actually, that, that scene, because they showed uh, that scene of the Demogorgon kind of poking through the wall in the trailer for the show, that almost turned me off. Really? To the whole show. You're like, I'm done with this. Like, Freddy nah, Krueger, I don't, forget I it. I don't need Freddy Krueger <laughs> memories up in my brain. Don't Dude, need to do it. I remember watching all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and they were like, the way that Freddy chose to kill his victims yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is so inventive. He turned one lady into a roach and then crushed <laughs> yeah, her in a roach trap. I was like, that is cool. Yeah. Like, who thinks of this stuff, man? Yeah. That is so awesome. Um, so... Cool. So we're talking about these first scary movies that we saw when we were kids. Yeah. We probably should not have been watching these movies no. because they gave us all these nightmares. But um, what age would you let your kids watch scary movies, Rick? I don't know. I've been thinking about this. And so you know, your kids are? My son is six. My daughter is three. Uh, definitely not now because <laughs> they're both still afraid of the dark to sleep in the room. Honestly, I think I'm going to wait till they're like in their teens. Yeah. Like probably high school age. And that's not because like I'm not trying to like to shelter them from it. But I just think the way I know my kids brains work, um, they're very hyper, like they're a little hyperactive. They hold on to memories like they're like visual mm-hmm. stimulation really tightly. Um, I just don't think they'd be ready for it. And I would like them to be a little bit older to kind of rationalize like this isn't real. This isn't something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life like I have. You know, um, well, you know, Julie, and yeah. she's probably going to kill me for saying this. Yeah. So I don't care. Um, like when I first met her. Yeah. So we lived together and I had to be in the room when she took a shower. Yeah. Because Candyland, Candyman, Candyman. Apparently there was Not a Candyland, ne- the board never, game. Yeah, Candyland, the slasher flick. Um, Candyman, the uh, Candyman, the movie. I have never seen. Number one, I've never seen Candyman. I want to watch it. But there's apparently a scene in the bathroom. What's hilarious is out of the entirety of, of seeing Candyman, that's the only scene I've ever seen. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's the only, like I saw it. I was flipping is it channels. Cre- is, it, is that creepy of a scene? It's pretty. It's it's yeah. not good. So she basically she didn't till that she was she was we met when she yeah. was like 19 and she was like I can't take a shower alone yeah. because I'm worried about Candyman. I yeah. was like, Are you serious? Yeah. But I get it. This stuff sticks. Like when you see something when you're younger, yeah. it can get ingrained in your brain yeah. to where you're worried about it later. Like, honestly, I saw Jaws when I was little and I'm still kind of afraid to swim in a pool by myself because I think about Jaws and yeah. it's not, and it's illogical, but I think 
Jaws is going to get me in the yeah. pool, you know, and definitely the ocean. Forget. Oh yeah, he's, to- he's totally going to get, he's totally gonna get me in the ocean. Um, yeah, but you so, go on cruises all the time. I, well, I don't go in the water. I swim in the pool there, and I'm pretty sure a shark's not going to jump in the pool on the cruise. Jaws it, it, it might just. Jaws well, they good. do. They do pump the water in from the ocean. Exactly. So they might pump jaws in there. Baby, baby shark. I'll just get out of the water. I'm cool. I'll push somebody back. That's terrible. I'm not going to do that. But um, so uh, my kids, my oldest, I have all five girls. I have five girls, so there's no boys or girls. He's living in his own yeah. in his own horror movie. <laughs> Seriously. Um. No, uh, nine years old is my oldest, and then I have a bunch of smaller children uh, below that. But for her, I mean, I think you're right. It depends on the child, and yeah. you know your child best and yeah. what they're gonna, you know, how they're gonna receive things. Um, but she's pretty. I mean, she's watched some pretty scary things, yeah. not like a horror movie, but pretty creepy things. And sometimes they stay with her, and sometimes they don't. Right. Yeah. And so the other day, I caught her upstairs, and she was like barricading her her bed. <laughs> she's in a she's in the top bunk, so she's barricading her bed. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like. Um, it's like a bunch of pillows everywhere, and yeah. it's like it's like a fort. And she's like, "Oh, I'm just doing it so the monsters can't get in here." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Do you think the monsters are stronger than me?" She's like, "Yes." And I said, "I just ripped one of the pillows down." <laughs> I was like, "Look at that! The monsters can get you." I'm very logical when I talk to my kids. Maybe that wasn't the greatest thing to do, but she doesn't she doesn't have that fort anymore. She's good. So I think I think for yeah, I mean, I'd probably go middle school, depending on the movie, yeah. right? And depending on what it is, because some scary movies are. It's like psychologically scary, and some are yeah. slasher gore flicks, and I don't really want like, to. Uh, I mean, it, this is still technically considered a horror movie, but I think Scream is a good introduction. Yeah, right, because it's not supernatural; it's more real people, mm-hmm. um, and you could kind of just rationalize it to some psychopath kids that want to do something stupid, right? But it's still technically in the slasher horror genre. So I think that's, honestly, I think that's a good introduction. Well, I mean, some kids even think, you know, like Jaws. I mean, that's not necessarily a horror movie, but no. it is, right? I yeah. mean, Jurassic Park could also be seen as a horror movie, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, so, it, oh gosh, I can't believe I hit it that time. I, so I do, it depends on your child, right? Yeah. So some kids might want to see dinosaurs, but then they get ripping people apart. Yeah. And they might be okay with it. Um, but I think anything below middle school age it just they're it's just so soon. impressionable yeah. right and so hey let us know if you if we're you know if you if you let your we don't we're not judging anybody here if you let your kids like maybe just a little if you let your kids like that that crummy parent that rick knew back when he was in the first grade that let their kids watch <laughs> texas chainsaw massacre uh during when the first grade hey send us an email at um it's going to get stupid at gmail.com let us know when you would let your kids or if you have tell us a funny story about uh, your kids, you know, watching a scary movie and how terrified they were. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll read it on the air. Ooh, ooh, ooh scary. scary. So let's continue on with this Halloween theme. I'm going I'm to interrupt real Go fast. ahead. You can you interrupt. Know, you know what one of my favorite Halloween uh, uh, moments is? And this is me speaking as a uh, chubby uh, adolescent kid. Please tell me. Is when, uh, and Holly remembers this too. But when, you know, Pillsbury, you know, they have their, their roll of cookies that you can just like cut up and just put on a cookie sheet. Mm, and sometimes, yeah. and sometimes they have like designs on them, uh-huh. right? Like during Halloween, they would always have these sugar cookies that have like an orange ghost on them. Yeah, or like, a ghost or a pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, pumpkin. Well, orange so, pumpkin. Probably not an orange ghost, but yeah. No, Is it orange it's always ghost? like a ghost or it's something like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, the Pillsbury Doughboy in that commercial would always go, spooky cookies. <laughs> And that's the, like my favorite Halloween Spooky memory. 
I don't even it's, know. What to, I don't, I've never. I don't. I don't know that. That sounds. That sounds so like dur- a lie. Always during Halloween, like Holly and I, or actually throughout the entire year, like whenever someone says like spooky or scary, we, we always go spooky, kooky. See, you can celebrate Halloween every day of every the year. Day it's of your okay. Life. Okay, so let's talk about some Halloween favorites. Some favorite things. Uh, some of our favorite things from Halloween. See, sounds of music, right? Yes. Do you like musicals? Sort of. If you like musicals, you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. The show is basically musical. It's basically we should just sing. We're gonna, you know what? Just like the Buffy the Vampire Slayers that have the C, all the CW shows actually that have a singing montage in yeah. one of their third seasons. When we get to our third season, we're gonna have a singing montage. Um, so scariest game. I think we're gonna be even on this. I could be wrong. I, I think we're gonna be even on this, and we're gonna have the exact same memory. Yeah. Of this of this happening. So when we, when Jose and I were in high school, which is where we met, um, I think it was like sophomore or junior. It's I don't sophomore year. I don't remember exactly when it happened, but he was over at, at my house, and uh, we were there by ourselves, and we decided to play Silent Hill for the very first time in the dark. In the dark. In his room, no one was there. It was it was like an eight or nine o'clock at night. No, it was, was it ten. It was, was it ten or eleven? It was like close to midnight. And there's this one scene in Silent Hill. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't played Silent Hill, the original. Um, there's this one scene in that game where uh, the main character is going through school looking for his daughter in this kind of weird alternate reality. Very much like Stranger it's Things. It's kind of like upside yeah, down. Exactly. Um, he's looking for his daughter and he finds his way going. The character finds his way going through school. And he's going through all the rooms just trying to like see what's in there, what's going on. And as soon as he opens one door, there's this old like telephone sitting on a table. And as soon as the character opens the door, it starts ringing. The exact same time that happened, my mom decides to call us and see just to check in on us. But like, f- like it was the exact time. It wasn't. It wasn't like right after. It was the exact same time. Right. The ringing happened on the screen. The ringing happened, and I was like, "What is going on right now?" It freaked me out. I think we. I think I threw down the controller. Yeah, I think we stopped. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure we stopped playing after that point. <laughs> yeah. Like we, he had to pause it, and we just like took a breath, and we're like, "Okay, okay, we're cool, we're yeah. good." Yeah. Oh, that game was. That so was terrifying. Cre- that game was so creepy, though, yeah. man. There's all these like were there ghost children? Yeah, and there was like there was like inside out dogs. There was like and... noise, like air raid sirens. Yeah. It was like, and it was of course the it was a PlayStation graphic, so it was terrible yeah. and blocky. But so that you couldn't really see too much. Still terrifying. Still, still, no, very terrifying. Yeah. That's a that is a scary game. I yeah. agree. That is my scariest game. Um, Resident Hills weren't too scary for me. me Resident Evil. A Resident. What did I say? Resident Hill. Yeah. Resident Hill is also <laughs> not scary for me, guys. Resident Hill. I said That's, you know what they should make? I said Gamecast full. <laughs> um, so Resident Hill. Let's do it, guys. Let's mix them together, right? Resident Evil and Silent Hill. I haven't Hill? played any of the Resident Evil games since like... Silent uh, Evil? <laughs> since Silent <laughs> Evil. Uh, I haven't played them since the PlayStation 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I want to play Silent Hill again, actually. Yeah, those were those were always. I like they were those real fun. Better. They were good puzzle games, you know, and they were scary. They were actually yeah. scary. There's been a lot of scary games that have come out and yeah. terrifying. And I've watched, you know, so I'm a nerd and I watch YouTube videos of people playing video games yeah. instead of actually playing video games myself. Possibly because I am also a dad of five yeah. girls and I don't have time to play any video games, exactly. so I just watch them. Um, and there was this one game that had a uh, the cheerleader from Heroes. What's Hayden Penitary as one of the characters. Oh, okay. And they, they're they up in this mountain lodge and having this party and then there's a killer going on and there's like Wendigos. It was a really interesting game but yeah. it was and it was actually pretty creepy. Um, 
and then like you play different people and some of them could die. Yeah. Anyway, Rick, what is your favorite Halloween song? Honestly, don't know that I have one. You don't have a favorite Halloween song? No, what about like, Ghostbusters? Who are you going to call? Are there I, songs that you play during Halloween? No. You don't play any songs? No songs? Any, no. Oh my gosh, people. There's no Halloween songs. <laughs> I mean, what's considered a Halloween? Like Monster Mash? Monster Mash is Thriller. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You're See? right. I apologize. There's, there's I apologize. a lot of Halloween. Any, apologize. Song, any song that talks about ghouls and ghosts and is scary, Dragula could be one. Yeah, if you like Rob yeah. Zombie, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I still have that CD. Uh, I think if I was going to introduce my kids to a song that was specific to Halloween season, or like that, that like just wrapped it up in a nice package and be like, "This is Halloween." In a nice Halloween it would, package. It, it would be Thriller, but I would introduce them introduce them to it via the video, like the full video. Yeah, the whole thing. The full video. I, I play Thriller quite a lot. I, okay. So the way people get excited about Christmas, yeah. I also get excited about Christmas, but I get excited about Halloween. I play Halloween songs. I have Halloween playlists. I just really love Halloween. And so my favorite all-time Halloween song is Thriller. <laughs> that was a, a dramatic pause for no reason, guys. I just love I just it's it's the whole thing though. You know what? Are you going to change take, it? I, 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 no? no, I'm not going to change it. I'm going to say I'm going to throw something else in there because it's it is a Halloween movie. It's not really a Christmas movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. All this, that. The whole this, soundtrack is great. This is Halloween. That whole soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. Have you heard the remixed soundtrack? I don't think so. It's It's got like Marilyn Manson does This is Halloween. Yeah. It's really... It's I a, think I've heard that, but I haven't yeah. hold, heard the whole soundtrack. It's, it's, it's really good. A lot of bands that you probably don't like do a lot of the songs, but they're good. Because <laughs> we know our audience. Yes, we know our audience. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that movie, I watch that every Halloween... And I watch it yeah. every Christmas. I haven't introduced my kids to that movie yet. You worried they're going to be scared? Yeah. Because <laughs> of... My kids... Okay. So, my my youngest middle child, so she was two when we started yeah. watching it, and she had no problem. Yeah. And then I tried to have her watch it a couple of months ago, and she got out. freaked out and scared. Was it, and this bo- is the was same... it Boogie Woogie? No. She just doesn't... The beginning. She doesn't like any of it. Yeah, the song okay. starts coming on. The people, there's creepy things. Yeah. She doesn't like going through the costume aisle in walmart so okay that'll that tells you right there but the other day i had you it should on. let her watch tanks chainsaw massacre first <laughs> i should i should let her watch it right now yeah we're gonna watch this movie it's very cool it's about a chainsaw <laughs> vroom, vroom. Uh, <laughs> don't worry that's just paint yeah. <laughs> his head's rolling on the ground it's okay um no he took that man's face off it's all right uh, didn't you tell me about some trailer or something that was they were taking some guy's face off and your kids watched it i don't remember oh no maybe that was somebody else that might have been somebody else. Anyway, yeah. so, but the other day she asked me, she's like, can we watch Pumpkin King? And I was like, do you want to watch Night Before Christmas? She's like, yeah. She watched the whole movie. She was fine. Yeah, she was fine with it. I have no idea, man. So. I think she's a little crazy. She, she's definitely a little crazy. Okay, so last but not least, a favorite Halloween costume of your youth. I'm trying to think. There's a lot of them. I, I did accidentally. Uh, I don't know that I ever really had a good one. Did you ever wear your baseball costume or your baseball uniform and just go as a baseball player? I'm pretty sure I did. There was one time, I think I went as Batman. Ooh. Yeah. My mom actually splurged and got me an an actual Batman costume with the face and like with the face mask and the cape. And I think it might have had like, this is, you know, this is the 
early early nineties, late eighties, so I don't think it had the muscle the muscle oh, the no, muscles no. built it into the costume. Just, it was just a shirt. Yeah, it was, it was just, just a shirt just, with a logo. It was a plastic shirt. Yeah. Right. It's a cheap, cheap uh, plastic shirt that's flammable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I think I think it was a Batman costume. Yeah. So I think my favorite costume I went as a doctor one time and it was I think I had like real scrubs and everything. Like nice. someone somebody got me something because I think you know my some of my family's in the medical industry, yeah. so yeah, I was I was a I was a legit doctor. I had a little face thing, and I think I had a stethoscope as nice. well because my aunt had a stethoscope. So like, that was a really I'm cool a doctor, costume. Yeah, I was, I'm a doctor. Give me candy. But most of the time, I just kind of like like I was poor, so we didn't have we really did not have yeah, costumes. We, we didn't go it was, all out on costumes. I had a baseball uniform, so I was a baseball player yeah. with my bat a couple of times. I, I think I was like a country dude, so yeah. I had overalls. Like, I think one year I was an assassin, and I made a bow and arrow <laughs> of like a like a tree twig. And then I, uh, thinking back on it recently, I think I actually accidentally did blackface. Because <laughs> like, as a kid, like I'm thinking, as a kid, I'm thinking like I'll just put blackface paint on, and I can well, like, that's, I can that's, hide in the, well, in that's the shadow that's of like not, an assassin. Not, right? But that's not blackface. Like, it wasn't intentional. That's but, not blackface. That's yeah. that's just putting some paint to mask yourself, like the Navy yeah. Seal face. That's not. You weren't you weren't trying to be a black assassin. No, no, right? no. I was just trying to be an assassin. <laughs> But the only part that I painted was my face. Was your face? And it was black. <laughs> Not the rest of it? Not the rest of me. I think I had a hoodie on, oh. but it was a gray hoodie. So there wasn't a lot of like, See, guys, a lot when, of thought. When you were poor, you had to really think legitly about your costume <laughs> yeah. and what you were going to do. And sometimes you just had to do it. Yeah. Sometimes a little blackface was involved. Well, and I don't condone Un- that. Unintentional. I don't condone that. But Did yeah. you just tell people that it was like charcoal masks? No, I didn't I'm tell just, any- It's I, for exfoliation. I didn't tell anybody anything. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Rick's racist. Um, <laughs> no, he's not. He's definitely not. Uh, okay. So Halloween is great, man. So we're going to talk about two titans of Halloween, scary yes. movies um, in our verses round one section. I don't know. The round one. Thing. There's really only one round. There's a, Yeah. There's no. Well, maybe there's two rounds with this. No, there's only one round. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Alien versus Predator. And not specifically the movie, but like franchises. Yeah, like for, I mean we go we go all out. So if you yeah. think about the comic books or the lore, just the lore, basically Alien versus Predator, yeah. which one is better? And I'm a fan of of both of the uh the franchises. Um I I still own the Alien quadrilogy. Oh um, my gosh, y'all, seriously. Okay. <laughs> You should have seen how much Rick geeked out when the Adri- uh, Alien Quadrilogy came out, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, I like Alien. T- I like Alien, but yeah. he was like geeking out. He's like, "Oh, it's coming out, man! It's awesome! It's gonna yeah. have all this. It's got behind the scenes footage." And I was like, "Cool, dude! It's a great series. <laughs> one through four are amazing. I actually like Prometheus Ooh. and and uh, and the last one that came out, which I'm drawing uh, Covenant, Alien Covenant. I liked them both." And I look forward to whatever the next one's uh, is gonna come out. Please leave your thoughts about the Alien movie series if it's gotten better or worse. Now, I'm not saying it's gotten better or worse. I'm saying that it's an interesting like addition to what's happening. It's it's interesting to see like where the xenomorphs, as we've seen them in. The- <laughs> My, my eyes out. are rolling in the back of my head. It's guys. interesting to see where the xenomorphs came from, why they even exist, because before this. Before Prometheus or Covenant came out, we had no idea why they were there. We just knew that they they were you know what part of things. I don't like the movie Leatherface Origins. You know why? I don't care where Leatherface came from. Just saying, just saying, y'all. You're an awful person. Just saying. <laughs> um. So which 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 side are you on? 
Alien versus Predator. I'm definitely Team Alien. I enjoy. I I've always enjoyed the Predator series. Like, I feel like they're uh, they're both sci-fi movies, but they're different realms of the of the sci-fi uh, the sci-fi series. Right? You have Alien, which is a little bit more, I think, thought-provoking and a little bit more like horror-esque, and you have Predator, which is almost like especially since Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the very first one and uh, it, it kind of set it as like an action movie with an alien. So one is horror sci-fi yeah. and one is action sci-fi. Right. Basically. Yes. So I'm I'm I think for me, I mean I I really like Aliens. Yes. Just the second one and that's yes. Aliens okay. I like the first one's okay. Yeah. Alien 3, mm, uh-uh. I'm not. What's I'm not there. Not the 3? prison. Not with the prison. The and then, prison was so and good. And then no. Okay, whatever. And then Alien was a res. Was it resurrection? Uh yeah, Alien Resurrection oh, with Winona Ryder. Yeah, Winona. I mean, I love Winona Ryder. Or call, call. I love Winona, Winona Ryder, but I didn't. I was done. I was kind of done with it. Yeah. And then did not like Prometheus. You did not like did Prometheus. Not, nope. Didn't like it. It didn't have enough alien in it. Number one. Because they didn't exist yet. It didn't matter. Should have. I, I don't care. I don't care where they came from. And then I didn't even watch. Covenant, but I heard all about it. You should watch Covenant. It's really good. I'm not going to like it. I already know. So I only like one movie in the series. Yeah. Aliens. So here's the deal. I haven't watched a lot of the Predator movies. Um, Which ones have you watched? I've watched Predator. And you haven't watched Predator 2? I haven't watched any other Predators. You haven't watched... So my only... You haven't watched the reboot of Predator? I haven't watched any Predators. Predators, nothing. Adrian Brody can go suck it. I have not watched it. Um, So my soul... Decision is based upon yeah. those two movies, <laughs> and I got to give it to Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I feel like you're a little biased at this point. <laughs> well, I'm going off of two movies in the same realm. Like, I mean, I don't have to go with the whole uh, lore. Yeah. I'm just going off of two movies. Sometimes yeah. that's all you can do is go off of the two movies you right, know. Right. And if I was gonna, and okay, here's the deal. Also, Predators are cooler. I mean, they're just cooler. Okay, yeah, they're cooler characters, but I way feel like, way freaking cooler. I feel bro. like Aliens as a story still has it has a better arc and again it goes back to the the story basing where like the xenomorphs are scary but they only exist because people decided to use them for things i don't even i don't why can't they just be a monster because then why i mean so then why are predators hunting them because they're aberrations or they're no so predators are like this weird alien species that's existed for millennia right in in this universe that and actually like both of the universes are actually kind of tied together right and they kind of explore that in alien versus predator and alien versus predator 2 have you seen all these movies i've seen a lot of them. <laughs> um but basically uh a predator whenever like we've seen a predator in a movie he's doing like a rite of passage so like he's hunting in order to prove that he is worthy to like ascend in the rankings of other predators uh, they go into that big time in uh, Predator 2 and then you see that more in Alien vs. Predator where they they kind of use the xenomorphs as like practice. Okay. Right? Like that was their, their warm up to go to other, other worlds. Like they could, re, you know, the xenomorphs are pretty easy to like to, to kind of farm and use them for things. And so it was, it was almost as if the xenomorphs were like the first stage in like your rite of passage. Right, but you always see a predator by itself because when it's when it's doing its hunting, it's trying to earn like a ranking or something like that. That sounds so cool. That sounds way cooler than some aliens that 
gut experiments, right? Everybody, come on. Like, like, think about what he just said right now about how cool the predators are and the rite of passage and the lore they have. And then, oh man, these aliens just got created because people were messing around with them and now they kill people. <laughs> and they're dumb. How they're dare dumb. You, sir. And they have acid blood and that's how dumb. Dare you, sir. I mean, predators wipe the floor. And in Alien. Alien 3, they ate dogs and became the runners. That's why does that doesn't make any sense that they changed the xenomorphs evolved to what they eat. That's weird. So they're like um, gremlins a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yes. Yes. You know, I will since I mentioned gremlins, Holly uh, hates gremlins, by the way. Why? They terrify her. Oh, that's yeah. Because I think. Oh, so aside, um, Audrey. Yeah. My oldest. When she saw the gremlins cover. Yeah. And it had like Mowgli, Mowgli, but then it had the big one. Yeah. Uh, in the shadows. The gremlin in the shadows. Yeah. She freaked. She was like, I don't want to uh, watch, I don't wanna, I don't wanna watch that movie. She's like, I don't want to watch that movie at all. Yeah. And I was like, it's a good movie. She's like, no, I'm good. I don't want to watch that movie. But Stranger Things 2 reminded me a lot of Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. With the, with the new. Anyway. Yeah. So Predator is so cooler than Alien. Again, it's like the action. It's like the action movie versus like a, a serial killer movie. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I like the serial killer movie, but in this case, I think Predators sounds, yeah. just from what you just told me, it sounds way more interesting than Alien. But you never get to, like, you only see that by, like, watching the movies. Like, you never get to, like, really, like, the Predators don't speak English like every other good The aliens alien. speak English? The no, aliens speak they English? They don't speak anything. The aliens click and have another mouth inside yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you never like but they're not an advanced species and the predators are an advanced species and you never really get to learn about them just like through kind of like pictographs what, are you, what just, are you even talking about saying, right now like, <laughs> you, can pictographs? Only, you can only learn so much so in alien versus predator there was like a, a xenomorph temple buried yeah. under antarctica okay right and there's like all these like hieroglyphics of predators versus alien god this movie sounds stupid <laughs> It oh is stupid. I just don't look. Okay. Okay. You know what? And, How and, about this? Alien vs. Predator. I don't even care. Honestly, okay, here, I pick zero. I pick versus. <laughs> here's the tie-in: is the company that is trying to explore the temple that they found in Antarctica is the uh, is the Wayland Company, which is the company that uh, that does all the alien stuff. That did all the aliens. So Wayland sent the Wayland. Wayland is is the originator of like the Prometheus Covenant, and he he started this whole thing. And there's like the whole Wayland Newtony Corporation, and it's the Wayland Corporation that is trying to discover the predators and the xenomorphs and alien versus predator. So that's how they tie in. They kind of cross the the universes, which apparently. There's well, it looks like Alien One, folks, because I gave up. There might, <laughs> there's always been like a tie-in to Blade Runner. What? Because in the what are you talking about right so, now? This is crazy. In one of the behind, in like one of the behind-the-scenes clips for the original Blade Runner, through one of the many, many like director's cuts, yeah. there is a, um, and you also no, I'm sorry, you see it in Prometheus. There's a there's a letter from Wayland that refers to um, the guy in Blade Runner in the very first Decker. Movie. No. Um, oh, the, the main. Uh, I can't remember the name. Was of that he new Tony? No. No. I can't remember the name of that guy. It's sort of a T. It, it's um. Wow, we are bad nerds. Uh, and I just saw Blade Runner twenty whatever that. Wow. I don't twenty forty nine, sir. Tw- Blade Runner two. Okay, I saw Blade <laughs> Runner two. That's what I saw. <laughs> Blade Runner colon the Notebook. 
<laughs> Anyways, there's a letter going from Wayland to the big bad in in Blade Runner. The big bad. Um, and he refers to him like not specifically, but he refers to like sitting on a, like a, a tower that's shaped like a pyramid, things like that. And so there's like a lot of crossover between the the two corporations. Anyways, it's really digging into it. Yeah, like but, too much. Yeah, I think Alien vs Predator one by itself. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, okay. In theory, I'm gonna make you watch these movies. I'm, I'm never gonna watch. Them. I can't. I cannot watch these movies already. I'm. I'm like my brain is already mushing. in Alien versus Predator. The Predator decides to help the humans at the end of it. Oh, spoiler, guys. Spoiler. Okay. It's been out for over ten years. So, <laughs> so I don't even know where to. There's so many movies. I don't even want to watch any of them at all. You have to watch them all. I'm not gonna watch. You any should watch of them. Covenant. I don't want. It was to. really good. I watched Prometheus. Yeah. I think I've seen all the aliens. Predators, I mean, they see that's why I picked predators. Like, they look cool. They're cool. Yeah. They're like, I want to be a. Pre- I, oh, here's the deal. I would rather be a predator than an alien. Well, sure. Like, if you're choosing, like, who you're going to be, yeah. I, that's how I base a lot of my stuff on. <laughs> who would I rather be? Why would you rather be Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I would rather be Sonic than Mario. Oh, okay. See how Here that works? Again. Here we go. <laughs> I'd rather okay. be in Mortal Kombat than in Street Fighter. Okay, I agree with you there. <laughs> See, so that's how I, that's that's a little bit of, of my decision making skills right there. <laughs> Who would I rather be? I put myself in the scenario. Yes. Do you like Alien or do you like Predator? Or are you like me and do not care about either one of them? Send us an email or tweet to us at IGTGS show. That's IGTGS show. Okay, now for stupid Rick thoughts. We need to have a theme song for we that. We do need to have a theme song. So, if, if you're new to the show, if this is your very first episode, let me set the scenario for this. So, in the evenings, sometimes after the kids have gone to bed, Let's watch set the movie, watch the TV, Holly read a little bit of a book, whatever. Time to go Time to go sleep. I tend to give my wife a little hug, roll over, and just say, Honey, would you still love me if I was made completely out of Legos? <laughs> Like entirely out of Legos, and not like the like, not you, like. Are the, you a Lego man? Like, okay, okay, hold on. Are you like a big size of the figure? Or are you just a Lego? No, no, no. Like so, like if you, Thor if, made of Legos. If you've ever been to like the Times Square, like uh, Lego, Lego or Toys R Us, yeah, and they have like the full figure, like Batman, or I think they have a, a Ray from Star Wars right now, like made entirely out of Legos. So you are like, made of tiny little. I'm, Plastic bricks, like the Legos that my son and daughter play with. Let me ask you, I how did made this happen? Entirely out of this. The, the scenario matters. It does matter. No, it well, does. I'm not entirely sure. Is it another voodoo? Are, why? <laughs> number one, I want to know why spells keep being put on you. What are you doing? What are you putting out in the universe <laughs> that people keep casting spells and turning you into these different things? I'm just so saying. So you're made out of Legos. Okay. I'm made completely out of Legos. There's. Uh, we didn't go into how I got turned into the Megzord or or anything yeah, like that. that was, <laughs> <laughs> it was too much of a shock. Yes. So you're made. I made out of, so what, entirely what she, out of, and, not, and not like fancy Legos. Oh my gosh! Like regular. not the Erector sets or the the <laughs> the ones that have like the motors or anything. I made entirely. Can you out move of Legos? Yeah, but it's very it's very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> so what did you, what did she say when you told her? She said she would take me apart. Let, oh my gosh. Let the kids what? play with them, but she would keep my head intact. And put it inside a little glass cube, like you know they do with sports memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. and I could just like live on the shelf. 
<laughs> and I, my response was like, I'm, I would still be alive. Like I would still be able to say like things. She would She's immediately like, take you apart. <laughs> yes. And I would live on the shelf. And you'd live on the shelf. Yeah. Would okay. Like so, go ahead. So, would your body still move? Like, would you move pieces? Not, How would that not if it's taken apart? Well, what if they? There's put no. Your, cr- there's no craggle your, holding me if, together. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, then you haven't seen the Lego movie. <laughs> um. So if they remade your arm, would your arm start moving again? I guess. Are you like? Are you held together by myst- mystical forces? I'm confused. I'm just straight. See, up, that's why we need to know how this happened. I'm just straight up made out of Legos. In all honesty, my kids are probably going to lose the instructions. They're never going to be able to would put me back come together with instructions? again. Probably. Don't she all Legos take you apart in? and let the, the kids play with you. you know, but you know how I'd get back, back, get back at her. I'd make, I'd find a way to get one little Lego piece, like inched over onto the floor. And just let her step on it. Although dude, that hurts so. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> that is the worst. If you, if anybody out there has children, not just Legos, any of their toys on the ground. Yeah, it's like a minefield sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I'm carrying two babies because yeah. I have twin girls, and I have to traipse through my daughter's playroom, and there's. Bombs everywhere. Just stuff everywhere. Oh, and it's and it's like and things. You're like, I just cleaned this up yesterday. And you're like things I wouldn't even think would hurt when I stepped on them are so painful. They're so painful. Yeah, you get, little you figures. Get the, you get that cry ball in the back yeah, of your throat. Yeah, you're like you want to, and, and then and then if they're asleep, yeah, you don't want to yell yeah. because you'll wake them up yeah. and they'll ask you what's going on, and then you might say something that you don't you regret. Yeah, I want to throw their toys away constantly. <laughs> so you're made of Lego. I just don't. Why would she? Why would she just take you apart immediately? Why is her response not? I want to fix this. I just like. I'm just gonna. You know what? Your wife is just versatile. She just wants to roll with it. She's very versatile. She, yeah. She's just like, well, this is a situation. Okay, let's move forward. Yes. Let's not try yeah. to go back anymore. No. What's done is done. Your Legos. And frankly, let's guys, you should understand that I've been asking her these questions for years, and I think I think I pushed her too far. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. When life gets you Legos, you let your kids play with them. <laughs> Legos. Legos. Entirely Legos. out of Legos. Entirely out of Legos. And not even good Legos. Just just made Duplo blocks? No. No? Just, just straight, straight up. Straight little Legos. blocks. Straight up classic Man, Legos. Like even if you were made of Legos and you like tripped and fell, you would shatter. Yeah. I mean like you would just be gone. Yeah. That'd be a horrible existence. It would be. I mean, so I don't she, know. What would doing, you rather? Is she doing me a favor? Would you rather... I mean, would you rather be a sea dew, not have any bones, or be Legos? Because forget the Megazord thing. <laughs> is that is that too far? That's too much. Is that too That's far? too much. So let us know what you would do if you're a significant other, or if you were made out of Legos suddenly. Like if you woke up in your bed Just made out of Legos. and you looked down and you were all blocky and plasticky. Yeah. Send us an email. It's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can hit up our website at www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. Yeah, almost forgot that. That's how websites <laughs> work. Uh, you can look look us up at Twitter and leave us a message at IGTGS show. Uh, hit us up on Facebook with some stupid comments at facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. Send us a message. We really want to hear from you. We want to respond back and uh, let you know how stupid it's going. So that's all we have for you today. Until next time, happy birthday, Claudia Corinthos. 
get well soon from all of us here at General Hospital. Happy Halloween, everybody. Spooky cookie. <laughs>